It's Curly Chris and welcome to my Healthy Hair Journey podcast where I will be discussing my curly hair journey to healthy hair, sharing what I've learned throughout the way and different hair topics. Before we get into this episode about the curly girl method, let me tell you a bit about myself. So my name is Christina and I am Greek Canadian. I grew up in a typical Greek home with my mom and grandparents and ate the best food and also grew up speaking and writing Greek thanks to my yaya, which is grandma. She was my first teacher. Growing up, I've always wanted to be a teacher and now that I think about it, it's probably because of her too. I've been living in London, England for over seven years now, which I actually can't believe, and currently I am teaching year two at a South London school. I've had curly hair for as long as I can remember, and both my parents have thick curly hair, so it was inevitable that I would have curly hair too. I don't think there was a point where I never liked my curly hair, but I did always think it would be easier to have straight hair. I straightened my hair a lot growing up because I liked it more and at that point I seemed to get more compliments with hair straight than curly. Anytime I would go out with friends or any special occasions, I would more often than not straighten my hair or get a blowout and I've even taken an iron to it once. Who hasn't done that, right? Thankfully, that was the one and only time. Recently, I feel like I've been stuck in a bit of a rut and not having much motivation, which is probably what a lot of us are feeling at the moment with everything going on around us. I wanted to challenge myself to do something new and get out of my comfort zone a bit more. So I thought, why not incorporate two things I enjoy doing, teaching and taking care of my hair. With this podcast, I hope to help educate people with curly hair on how to take care of it through what I've learned and give any tips and advice I've picked up along the way. So that's just a little bit about me and let's get into episode one, the curly girl method explained. So just like me, you've realized that your once naturally curly hair isn't curling anymore and it could be for various reasons. It's dry and damaged from using heat tools constantly, chemical treatments to straighten your hair, coloring your hair with bleach, or just not knowing how to take care of your curly hair. And I fell into most of these reasons. You started searching the internet for tips on what to do to bring your damaged and lifeless curls back to life, and the words curly girl method start to pop up. As a curly person, you're probably thinking, what is this and why haven't I heard of this before? I heard about the curly girl method a couple of years ago, but I obviously didn't think anything of it because I assumed hmm, I knew what I was doing with my hair and I was clearly wrong. Like you, I eventually realized I needed to do something with my own curls because every time I washed my hair, I didn't like the way it turned out. I cried over many bad hair days and wishing I had straight hair because it was easier. Then to try and make my bad hair days better, I used a curling wand to curl my hair. Honestly, I had no clue how to take care of my curls. My hair routine was non-existent. I never thought about which products to put in my hair. I would just purchase hair products that were on sale and I didn't realize that curly hair takes work. It was late February or early March 2020 when I started looking into the curly girl method, but to be honest, I'm not sure how I stumbled onto it again. At this point, I also decided to get a personal trainer. I've always loved going to the gym, working out, and grew up playing many sports, but I needed that extra push now. I think this is what happened with my hair too. 
I realized that I needed something to do about it because when I looked into the mirror, I wasn't happy with what I saw. I know this might sound cheesy, but I've come to realize that taking care of your hair is a lot like taking care of your body. We all know that the more active we are, eating the best we can, drinking water, and taking care of ourselves, the stronger and healthier we will be. Well, that goes the same for hair. What you put into your hair, whether you treat it good or bad, is what you will get out of it. If you start taking care of your hair properly by thinking about which ingredients you're using and what you're putting into your hair, the stronger and healthier it will get. This has been a very challenging year for everyone with a pandemic, but by being able to continue my personal training online and finding the curly girl method, both of these have given me something that I can focus on to become healthier. I started researching the curly girl method and quickly found out about Lorraine Massey. If you've been part of the curly community for a while, you know that she is known as the woman behind the curly girl method and author of Curly Girl, the handbook. I ordered the book right away and until it arrived, I was watching YouTube videos, reading different blog posts and searching for curly hair influencers, which I obviously didn't know was a thing. I was actually amazed at how massive the curly hair community is and that so many embrace their natural curls and didn't use a curling wand to achieve beautiful defined curls. What is the curly girl method or CGM for short? CGM is a way for naturally curly wavy textured hair people to take care of their hair's needs by a unique approach that includes choosing the right cleansers, conditioners, products and stripping back the ingredients. The handbook finally arrived and there was so much to absorb. So the basics of the curly girl method are, is it discourages the use of shampoo and harsh chemicals such as sulfates, silicones, parabens, alcohol, fragrance, waxes, and mineral oils. Also, it discourages the use of heat tools, combs and brushes, and using a towel to dry your hair. In place of shampoo, you will start to co-wash instead. So using a cleansing conditioner instead of a shampoo, or you can lose a low poo cleanser free from sulfates, silicones, and other harsh chemicals. Over time, your hair's health will improve and enhance your curls. As well, the handbook gives so much detailed information, such as from identifying your curl type, the basics for all types of curls, such as wavy, curly, and coily hair, and how to take care of them, what to get rid of right away, homemade hair care recipes, how to trim your hair, and so much more. I read it all, but to be honest, I felt overwhelmed and realized how badly I was treating my hair. It seemed like I was doing everything I shouldn't have been doing. My shampoo and conditioner and any styling products I had were not CGM approved. I definitely didn't cleanse my hair properly with shampoo. I would just put it all over my hair and not focus on my scalp and working it in properly. The same with conditioner. I put it all over my hair instead of focusing on my mid-length and ends and really working the product into my hair for it to absorb the moisture and its benefits. I brushed my hair when dry, towel dried my hair, and slept on it without a hair bonnet or silk pillowcase. I also had no clue how to properly apply and distribute my styling products evenly and correctly throughout my hair. Now, what I did find surprising from the handbook is that you can color your hair. I read in many Facebook curly girl method groups or blogs that you shouldn't color your hair at all, 
But Lorraine Massey says you have to take into account the special needs of curly hair and just use color sensibly. She says the best way to color your hair is using semi-permanent or demi-permanent colors and coloring your hair with highlights or balayage that are the best techniques. I think why those of us who've colored our hair and it has become damaged is because we don't know how to properly take care of it before and after the color process. That definitely happened with me. I started coloring my hair when I was 16 using different colors such as black, red, full blonde, highlights, balayage, and ombre, but I never learned how to take care of it, such as using deep conditioning treatments or strengthening treatments before and after the color process. Curlies have adapted the curly girl method to suit their own hair's needs. So much of what you might have read already could be a modified version of the method. For example, I didn't get too caught up in which ingredients to stay away from, just sulfates and silicones. I also continue to use heat, but only when blow drying my hair with a diffuser attachment. Many strict CGM followers will just co-wash their hair, but if you don't feel like only co-washing or that it isn't working for your hair, there are many gentle sulfate-free shampoos out there that you can use. The reason why some CGM followers don't use a shampoo and just co-wash is because they believe that shampoo removes the natural oils from the scalp. Now if you decide to take the plunge to dedicating time, energy, and money to the curly girl method, here is some advice because I understand how overwhelming it can be. Should you go cold turkey and give away all your current products? No, not necessarily. Use the time to research what products that will be best for you and your budget. Also take the time to understand what your hair porosity is, your hair's texture, so whether you have fine, thin strands, medium or normal strands, and coarse and thick strands, and your density, so how much hair you have on your scalp, and lastly your hair pattern, wavy, curly, and coily. When I first started the curly girl method, I didn't take time to understand my porosity, texture, and density. I solely focused on my curl pattern, which doesn't always help with getting the right products, and many curly hair influencers will say your curl pattern is the least thing that you need to worry about. I definitely wasted some money on products that weren't right for my hair type at the beginning of my journey because I rushed to buy them and they weren't suited for my hair type. For example, I found the Cantu Moisturizing Curl Activator Cream was too heavy for my hair, but that doesn't mean it's not a good product or that it wouldn't work for you. It just didn't work for me. I do use their shampoo and conditioner. I love the scent of them. The shampoo lathers up nicely, which I always like to feel, and the conditioner gives good hydration and has good slip to detangle with. Look for other curly hair people that have the same porosity and hair type to you and see which products they use as you can buy similar ones and start to build your routine. There are so many CGM friendly companies out there that it can be overwhelming which to choose from and they all range in prices as well. So just take your time. Also, just because they are expensive doesn't always mean they will be the best for your hair either. Here are some hair tips of what to do while figuring out your hair type and which products to buy that you can start right away by making small changes in your hair care routine. Number one, stop using a towel on your hair and leave it for your body. Grab an old cotton t-shirt or purchase a microfiber towel as they are gentle on your hair when absorbing excess water. 
Number two, stop using your strainer or curling wand and just put them far away or even get someone in your home to hide them so that you aren't tempted to use them on those bad hair days or when you might want to give up. Even though coloring your hair is fine, if you have severe damage from bleach or constant coloring, if you can, try and give it up for a while to give your hair a break. Number four, protect your curls at night by investing in either a bonnet or pillowcase that are made of silk or satin material. This is something you don't need much research and easy to find. I didn't invest in either right away and I do regret that because these hair accessories help preserve your curls at night and prevent them from frizzing up and losing your curl pattern from rubbing against your cotton pillowcase. I have two bonnets which I use. One is from Oh So Curly, which was started by a naturally hair and beauty blogger, UK Curly Girl, and she has many other accessories available too. My second one is from Only Curls, a London-based curly girl brand. Number five, learn to cleanse your scalp and hair properly. Your shampoo should be worked into your scalp and then any excess shampoo will run through your hair when washing it out to cleanse it. Your conditioner should only be added to your mid length and ends of your hair and that is when you can detangle your hair. And lastly, number six, start deep conditioning your hair as soon as you can. Deep conditioning is especially important for damaged hair to bring back moisture to your thirsty dry hair and can easily be put into your routine. Before starting the curly girl method, I rarely deep condition my hair. I would use coconut oil once in a while and that was about it. Again, this is something that I still didn't regularly do at the beginning of my curly hair journey, which I wish I did as it is something simple to add to your routine. Once you figured out and bought products that will be best for your hair type, you can start the curly girl method and with your curly transition. Transition means how long your damaged hair will take to go back to its healthy natural state. Your transition time will depend on how damaged your hair is to begin with. If you have severe damage from chemically processed hair, such as from doing the keratin or Brazilian straightening treatment or years of extreme bleach damage, you may want to opt for the big chop. It is exactly what it sounds like, cutting off all the severely damaged hair and that could mean most of your length gone. That's a personal choice, but it could help speed up the process of transitioning from damaged to healthy hair. The first step in the CGM routine is your final wash. And what this means is you use a shampoo with sulfate, but does not have silicone in it to get rid of any product buildup and give your hair a clean slate. The first step isn't actually stated in the handbook, but is a good way to start your curly hair journey and seems to have come part of the curly girl method. Next, apply your curl-friendly conditioner and gently detangle your hair with your fingers, starting from the ends and slowly working your way up. If you're struggling to detangle your hair, before adding more conditioner, apply some water and continue to work your conditioner into the mid and end lengths of your hair. Hydration is key. I tried to detangle my hair once or twice with my fingers at the start of the curly girl method and this is one rule I definitely do not follow. I absolutely hate it. It takes far too long. I never felt like I completely detangled my hair and I was probably more rough on my hair strands than I am with a brush. I use my detangling brush by the brand wet brush and I slowly detangle my hair working my way from the bottom up with my conditioner still in. 
Also, this is really one of the only times we can brush out our hair and that's something I'm not willing to give up. After you finish cleansing and hydrating your hair, gently remove excess dripping water from your hair with a t-shirt or microfiber hair towel by squishing your hair and not rubbing it together. Apply your styling products to wet hair and choose your preferred way of drying, air drying or diffusing. If you air dry your hair, a way to speed up the process is to plop your hair. And all this means is just to carefully wrap up your hair in a t-shirt or microfiber towel or a hair turban. Once your hair is completely dry and has formed a hard cast, you'll want to gently scrunch out the crunch to reveal your soft bouncy curls. You can do this by putting some oil in your hands and squeezing your hair gently and shaking your hair from its roots. I think the reason why so many of us hated using gel or that gel had a bad reputation back in the day is because we were never told to actually scrunch out the crunch once completely dry to reveal soft bouncy curls. Also, if you are just using a curl cream, you won't get a cast from it. The curl creams just add definition but not hold, so you'll need to use a gel or mousse to get that hard cast that you can after scrunch out. After this wash, you can then switch to co-washing your hair strictly or using a low poo cleanser. It is up to you what you decide to do. I like to use a gentle shampoo cleanser and I rarely co-wash. Again, you have to find what works best for you. Whatever you decide to do when it comes to cleansing your hair, it is always a good idea to do a final wash or clarify your hair to remove any product buildup you may have after every few washes. There are many techniques or methods out there for how to apply and style your hair, which again, I've never heard of before. There's raking, praying hands, scrunching, finger coiling, and using the infamous Denman brush to name a few. I used to just put whatever product I had in my hands and spread it all over and not evenly. Take the time to practice each of these methods a few times to see what works for your hair. Just like many things, you need to practice each technique to get the hang of it and see if it works. I personally like to use the Denman brush as I find I get consistent results. Once you start to build your own routine, you will figure out what works best for your hair. From co-washing, how often to wash your hair, which products to use, and application technique. There are so many curly influencers out there who do not follow CGM to the T or at all because they've learned to take care of their hair the way it's best for it, which is what you need to do as well. The last tip I can give you is to document your hair journey by taking pictures and taking notes on what you did each wash day. For my wash days, especially at the beginning, I took pictures even on those bad hair days and typed on my picture what my routine was. So which products I used, if I just co-washed, what styling technique I used, air dried or diffused. I would even write what the weather was like if I noticed a product that usually works well didn't work in that particular weather, such as a humid day. All of this helped me to see what did and didn't work for my hair. Be patient with your hair journey. It will take time and effort, but in the end, it will be worth it. Remember, we didn't damage our hair overnight, so we won't see a sudden change just after one wash. This is the end of my first episode for the Healthy Hair Journey podcast on the Curly Girl Method. I've got many ideas that I'm looking forward to recording and sharing. 
My next episode will be on hair porosity. And let me tell you, I didn't think this word had anything to do with hair care. This podcast is not sponsored or an advertisement of any of the brands I've mentioned or Curly Girl the Handbook by Lorraine Massey, but I do recommend it as it gives a lot of valuable information. Thank you so much for joining me today. See you on the next episode. Bye.